Welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. And we're doing yet another show on Amazon. This is the craziest thing. We we should just call ourselves like Amazon <laughs> Podcast or something. This is Betty Sansaberry with Amy Cornell. And um so we're talking we're this is a little bit of a dual Amazon uh show talking about two different things on Amazon. The first is the Amazon printing costs, which they're, they're, they elevated their printing depending on when the show hits. Your your books may already be impacted. But we're also going to talk about changes yet again to the Amazon review system. Amy, um, you had a... So talk me through how... I've gotten questions from authors, certainly, but you had a question about the printing cost from an author... What was that again? Yeah, and I'll be I'll be candid. That was the first time that it was really brought to my attention because you know I I typically the authors don't send those my way at such an early stage. Usually it comes up anyway. But he was concerned that he might end up having to change his book covers, his print book covers, because if the printing costs, and again, I didn't go into how much his book currently costs and things like that. But he figured that if he does end up having to change his pricing for any reason, he's concerned that then he has to also make those appropriate updates for when they print print books for him to reflect the new cover price. So, okay. So it depends a little bit. That's a really good question. First off, the printing costs are not going up that much. I'm actually kind of surprised that Amazon didn't do this last year when everybody was screaming about the cost of paper. But the book cover is iffy. So if you're selling... So here's the thing. The reason that he's asking about the book cover is because many times the book price is printed on the book cover. Sometimes, I I don't know if printers do that as much anymore. I think that they really just rely on the barcode. The barcode of the book, like you know, when it's scanned in the store, which is why sometimes there's a label over it if the book is discounted or whatever, that holds the book pricing. But keep in mind, this is just an Amazon issue, right? Unless your book pricing has gone up across the board, right? So your printer is more expensive, but you're also selling on Amazon, which has gotten more expensive. Then you're going to have to change the barcode on your book. However, in many cases, and much like with the example of the discounted book that I gave you, you could probably just put a, you know, you could probably just get a new barcode label because if you have 2,000 books sitting there and the cost of your printing has gone up and your price, the existing price does not reflect that and you're, you wind up losing money or making less money or whatever, then you're going to want to put something over that barcode. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're talking if authors still have physical books and they're like, well, shoot. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they did some, <laughs> right, if they did some offset printing, but the printing costs at Amazon only really reflect what's sold on Amazon. And if you're wondering, like, oh my gosh, I didn't know what the printing costs, everybody should have gotten an email. But I sometimes, even in, you know, with me, the KDP emails wind up in spam and maybe I don't check it all the time. In, in many cases, the price is really minimal. That, that it's going up, um, you're going to have to make the call as to whether or not you want to raise the price of the book. If your book is listed on Amazon, just go in to the your KDP dashboard and check the print book pricing and see what your cut is with the new, you know, with the new book pricing. 
Um, and for some authors, this is really going to matter because if you have a hardcover with color interior and you're printing it through Amazon, I mean, these costs are going to be probably significantly elevated for you. But again, for most, for the majority of us, it's pretty minimal. I mean, I think it's, I want to say the highest that I've seen for your standard six by nine non-color interior book is about 15 cents. Um, So it's not like they're raising it by a dollar or something like that. Um, And obviously it also depends on the the size of the book. But I think the bigger change, um, once again, Amazon is changing their review system. And it's kind of, you know, Amy and I were talking about this on text and I'm, I'm like scratching rubbing my head because the whole conversation of Amazon reviews kind of gives me a headache. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, it still continues to be one of our most viewed topics on our blog. It continues to be. I know it. And part of the, so part of the reason is, is that I'm glad that Amazon, Amazon needs to buckle down on their reviews. Cause I was telling Amy the other day, I was shopping for some, um, green powder stuff. And we were talking about that in, in, in text. And I had forgotten to mention to her that I was shopping for it on Amazon. I don't know what, over the weekend, I was just looking at different brands and this one brand that came highly like Amazon's recommendation. It had, Oh, I don't know, 30,000 reviews. And as I started to scroll through the reviews, there was literally only like 500 legitimate reviews. And the rest of them were about a floor runner. A rug, Amy. Weird. Like sitting. And so I wrote to Amazon and I'm like, you know, y'all, this is crazy. And, but, but the challenge with that is, then this is why you really have to pay attention to the reviews on product or whatever, because how did these reviews get mixed up like this? Like how did, and how does this, now this 500 review product, which 500 reviews is not a small number, but it's not 30,000. Right, exactly. So Amazon, and I think the problem has been the star rating. So I don't really care for the star rating. I hate it. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, because I think, because, you know, you can, but but the star rating is also inconsistent, right? Because you have talked about that. Well, Um, and, you know, oh, God, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to add in, when you mentioned the star rating, I've also read on forums and things like that. And we do a lot of work with Goodreads. So I keep up on Goodreads. And and just as another example, the star rating on Amazon is not quite the same as the star rating on on, uh, Goodreads, if that makes sense. So like Goodreads readers are some of the most dedicated genre, like hardcore. They read a lot. And they are known for being a little more discerning, you know? So it's harder to get a five-star review on Goodreads, let's say, because those, again, hardcore genre fans versus a five-star review on Amazon that just has traffic from God knows where, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you highlighted something in the exchange that we had an email the other day. We do not consider customer ratings without an Amazon verified purchase status in a product's overall star rating until a customer adds more details in the form of text, image, or video. So it seem, would seem like from this that they're getting rid of the rating altogether. Yeah, I I personally have never been able, and I've tried just for the sake of what we do, you know, yeah. I have never been able to just simply rate anything without putting a an actual written review in. But then the, um, 
you know, they're elevating this even more and they're insisting that, you know, they're going to start weighing the quality of the reviews too. Right. Right. I, I kind of love that. I mean, I know it's, it's going to be harder in some ways, you know, it's already hard to get reviews, but I, I do love, you know, when you kick this off, Penny, that Amazon is stepping up their game in terms of what they need when it comes to shoppers influencing other shoppers buying decisions. Right, exactly. Because it's become a very like the example of the runners, the you know, the rug runners on the the you know, the uh, green powder stuff. I mean, it be, it becomes a very slippery slope. Now, here's the other way that this is going to impact authors, I believe. There are a lot of review services out there and this is not me knocking review review only services out there at all. But you're going to have to be careful because while Amazon, so there's always been kind of the belief that Amazon is going to start giving more or only allowing verified purchase reviews. Um, They certainly give more weight to verified purchase reviews. Absolutely. And you can sort of see that how they're categorized on the the product page, Mm -hmm. but they're not going to go to verified purchase, verified purchase reviews only. They can't really do that. There's, there's, there's no way that I believe because Amazon's power, aside from the fact that, you know, I order something and I get it in an hour or whatever, (laughs) Amazon's power is they are the Google search of products, Mm -hmm. right? So just the green powder example, I did not end up buying that off of Amazon. I bought it from another resource, not because of the whole rug thing, (laughs) rug review thing, but just because of, you know, like I wanted to build a relationship and account with this other, you know, place, whatever. Amazon, but Amazon knows that if you go, in most cases, if you check the Amazon site for reviews, you're very likely to buy it there. So, you know what I mean? So limiting reviews to um, limiting reviews to just verified purchases is not a smart business move. Amazon does not consult me on their business move. So who knows? Right. But yeah, I I do love that they are elevating. They're requiring a better quality review than they have. Exactly. And this is. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. And I was going to say to your point about a lot of these review services, I mean, because we've tested them before in the past, just because Mm -hmm. we always like to know what's out there. You know, we want to know what authors are being offered. And when we have authors come to us and say, I use this service, I use that service. So Penny and I are always like, okay, let's check that out. Because if it's getting people's attention, we want to know what's going on over there. And we've tested them. And that's been my biggest problem with a lot of them is that they are not, they're often not very thoughtful. You know, they're, they're not very detailed. They're not very thoughtful. They're very superficial. You know what I mean? It's something that you could write by reading the description of the book on Amazon. You know what I mean? There's never anything in that that tells that the individual actually had a copy of the book, read it, you know what I mean? And so I think this is going to get very hard for those review services. I think a lot of them are going to go under with this. I would agree with that. And I think one of the main, even though I'm a firm believer that the verified purchase is not going to be a mandatory to review on Amazon. Um, But I do believe that like review services. So typically when you use a review service, you give them the book, you don't gift them the book from Amazon. You just give them the book or you upload it to a portal or something like Mm -hmm. that. 
I think that in order to continue to remain legitimate, you're going to have to factor in the cost of um, actually gifting them a book, print or otherwise, off of Amazon in order for that to be considered a verified purchase, or they're going to have to buy it. And yeah. then you would just have to reimburse them. Mm-hmm. I think that is, to, to my mind, I think that's Amazon's end game because there are a lot of review services. And like I said, Amy and I, we've checked them out. Um, my biggest issue is the thoughtfulness of the review. So how well it was, because, re- you know, listen, I mean, Anybody can write a book review. Oh, I really like this book. You know, you see that it's a thriller. You're like, oh, this was an exciting book from beginning to end. And boom, your review is done. Right. A real page turner. (laughs) Thank you. Right. Or like the romance, like, oh, I'm so glad they had their happily ever after. Like that tells me literally nothing about, that tells me nothing about the, the, the book. Right. But there are a lot of review services right now that are operating under that just write two or three sentences of something and you don't even, I mean, they, they don't say that they don't have to read the book, but they, in many times, many cases, I don't think that they read the book. Yeah. I mean, we've seen in their, in their fine print and everything. That's not, I have yet to see that, you know, written out as a requirement with the service, you know? Yeah, exactly. They they very conveniently skirt over that. (laughs) But the other thing, Amy, that you brought to my attention was, that Amazon, and we're going to do a show on AI. Finally, I'm so excited. I got like, Amy, we have to do a show on chat TP teams. Like the nerd in me has been wanting to do this forever. Um, but you brought something to my attention too. Do you want to talk about that, about how Amazon is going to be using AI for product yeah. pages? What? For the reviews and stuff? Yes. Yes. Isn't that bizarre? Like, oh. Yeah, it's it's wild. So apparently they're they've they're moving to using an AI system that is really going to analyze multiple aspects of reviews essentially. I mean, so it is going and it's you know, it kind of makes sense Penny. We did the categories show very recently talking yes. about how Amazon is really streamlining how much they need to get their human customer service agents involved in this process. Mm -hmm. So with that happening so recently, this surprises me even less, but it it makes sense. So they're using AI that is going to be able to analyze data and consistency and things like that. So now it's, it's crazy to think this, but somebody, and this is where I think the Vine voices, the top 100s, things like that are going to gain a lot more weight again, because they kind of fell away for a long time, I feel like. Yeah. You know, but I think those are going to come back as being uh, pretty key players in, you know, the, the reviewing uh, sphere for authors. But now it's going to weigh, you know, how often somebody reviews, how how often they give products good reviews versus bad reviews, how detailed their reviews are and star ratings. They even talked about how a star rating is not a black and white system anymore. Now it's going to be weighted using a bunch of different considerations. So just because you get another five star doesn't mean you're necessarily going to see your book's rating change right away. It may take three or four or five stars before you see an increase in your rating. So it's wild. Like... (laughs) They're basically telling you, you don't know what we're doing. We've, you know what I mean? They're, they're really, they've created a new process that really makes the Amazon system even less predictable now. Well, but I also think that Amazon is trying to, and I'm, and I'm, you know, I, I love 
the, I, I would love a system that created a, an authentic but easy way mm-hmm. for readers to leave reviews because I, I read a study once and I want to say it's like two, you know, less than two or three percent of people who buy books on Amazon actually review them. So I'd love to create a more streamlined, like you bought the book. What did you think of the book? And I I hate to use the example of Costco because as everybody knows, I really love Costco, but if you buy something at Costco online, they send you reminder emails to review it. And I think that's awesome. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And by the same token, you can't go on to a site like Costco and maybe some of the other online sites are the same. I have not tried to review anything like it. Target or Walmart.com. I haven't, haven't done any of that. But if I were to go on to Costco and be like, I want to review this, I don't know, shoes or whatever. I actually have to have my membership number and show that I bought it in order to be able to review it. So that's their kind of gatekeeping thing. Mm-hmm. Amazon can't do that because I mean, if you're logged in, they know if you bought it or not, right? Yeah. Um, but I I would love for Amazon to figure out a way to, yes, have a gatekeeper because I've talked to too many authors who are like, I'm getting all these low star ratings. And I think people like, I don't know, maybe they wrote a family memoir and the family, <laughs> family is like mad and they're all going on and putting on like a one star review or something or one star um, rating. I would love a way for Amazon to avoid that, to, to do something to first off, get rid of it. I hate the ratings altogether, but yeah, the abuse, yeah. the abuse of it, but also to create an easier way for readers to leave authentic reviews, right? Um, because authors need more reviews, but it's going to be hard to do that without a gatekeeper. And that's right. kind of what we're, that's what we're seeing now is that Amazon is putting some gatekeeping mm-hmm. pieces in place. And, you know, some people are going to have, cause I've had um, authors tell me, yeah, but you know, my reader, re- you know, some of my reviews got pulled and that's a whole separate conversation. And right. sometimes readers don't know how to write a really thoughtful review. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hmm? do you, think they may end up going the way of having a minimum character number or something yes. like that. I mean, I know so yes. many sites that do that now that I work with that I, you know, products I buy that ask for a review when I go on and I'll admit like it, it takes it mentally. I need to be like, okay, you know, if you like, I, I have to pump myself up when I see that it's like, oh, there's a character limit. I'm like, ah, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I still do it, but I, I can understand where authors can be, are a little worried. Like, oh, now, you know, now we're asking even more of these readers, you know? Well, and I think that, so, so, and I'll come back to that in just a second, but I think that Amazon is also going to start to explore um, some sort of backend AI tool that when somebody tries to leave, or, like they can spot the real from the fake. Mm-hmm. And we know that there are certain, like we talked about earlier, like, oh, this book is a thrill ride. And, you know, because- right. That is, yes, that's also the character limit. But the minute <laughs> yeah. Page Turner has been used 67 times in the last. Right, exactly. <laughs> but the minute that you start to put up, um, you know, that you start to give people parameters, there's always going to be somebody who's going to try to break through those parameters. Mm-hmm. But I think that Amazon's going to start using AI. But this is a great opportunity for you as the author to both build your network of readers, right? Build your network of readers, 
don't feel like you're at the mercy of whoever bought your book on Amazon and will they review and is Amazon making it too hard, et cetera. But also there's nothing wrong with teaching people how to write a good review. Yeah. So I'm not necessarily saying, okay, here's the review I'd like you to put up on Amazon. Could you just, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying for you to write a review and give it to them, but teach people. And, you know, I get authors all the time who are like, I don't know what to put in my newsletter. Why don't you talk about how to review a book? Mm-hmm. And the challenges at Amazon, you know, the challenges of getting reviews on Amazon and the ongoing Amazon reviews issue that we have, yeah. as you pointed out, discussed on the blog and our, like, we have a post from five years ago when this first, this conversation first reached its peak that gets, it's one of our most trafficked blog posts on the site. Exactly. And every time we do social media campaigns for our authors, we make a point to highlight the good reviews too. Yeah. So when you get a good review, turn that into other content, you know, share it on your social, feature it on your newsletter, put it up on your website. You know, there are so many things that you can do with a single review that can be impactful, you know? Right. But to your point, Penny, teach people what a good review looks like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Teach people, you know, educate your, educate your readers on, um, you'll, you know, on, on how to write a good review. Mm -hmm. And I, I promise you, you will get more. And some people just need to be, you know, kind of shown what should I, what should I put in? I love the book. Like a lot of times people don't really know how to go beyond that. Right. So We'll keep an eye on the Amazon, the ever-changing changes at Amazon. I think we're going to see a lot of them. I think Amazon has just reached a point where with all of the things, not just related to books, but with all the the people, you know, going to their site for reviews and all of the ways that there are systems out there to try and trick the Amazon system, Mm -hmm. I think Amazon's really going to have to, you know, they're going to have to button up and get this, get this right. Because, um, at some point you're going to start to lose the consumer for sure. Yeah, But I'm excited. I think it'll be, it'll be kind of a bumpy road, but I, I am hopeful that going forward, the quality over quantity will start to matter more and will start to influence buyer choices a lot more than it does now. Yeah, I can, I 10,000% agree with that. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell, and we are so pleased. We thank you so much for all your reviews. Um, We love getting your feedback and keep the ideas coming and the reviews. We appreciate all of you. See you next time. Bye-bye.